0: greetings friends welcome back to another very special episode of the film alchemist podcast question mark uh guys before today's very special look back a little bit of business it's official your friends here at film alchemist are on patreon that's right patreon.com slash film alchemist pod uh it has been a joy to start up this community It is the best way to help the show, guys. So if you could do that, we would greatly appreciate it. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get in, see what we're working on, get to know some of the community. And as you begin to climb the official Highlander tier system, you can actually select the movies that you want us to talk about. That's right, guys, a Patreon-exclusive library. Again, this is the best way to help us grow the show. It's also the best way to make sure that you have the show That you want and you deserve. Because you can pick the movies. We're also going to do some watch along. Some commentaries. We have a lot of fun ideas we're rolling out. Once we clear this October hurdle. uh, We will be rolling out some new Patreon features. uh, Before the end of the year. Again guys. That's patreon.com. Film Alchemist Pod. For as little as a dollar a month guys. And believe us when we say. Every dollar counts. Thank you for those of you who support us thank you as well for those who are about to guys go to youtube like our channel film alchemist you can see video versions of most of the podcasts there along with some other fun content we be rolling out you can email the show film alchemist pod at gmail.com you can find us on all the social media you're on we're very easy to get a hold of and love to hear from you guys also make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you find the show help us defeat the algorithmic overlords oh
1: right
0: guys today we are continuing our look back on the show that began it all for me and Alex right uh the long box sessions that was Alex and I's first podcast creation together and it lasted a long time we did a lot of episodes this is where we cut our teeth and learned how to podcast right before creating this show the film alchemist And as we were doing it, you saw towards the end of Longbox, we were getting more and more enticed with the movie conversations. This is where we were having our most fun. So one of the big things that happened while we were doing Longbox sessions is Star Wars Return, The Force Awakens, uh, and the new uh, trilogy came out as we were running our other show. And we could not miss the opportunity to talk about it. So today we're going to be going back and listening to a younger Griff and a younger Alex talk about our initial reactions after having seen The Force Awakens in theaters. It's really funny to listen to because you can just tell we are just full of love and enthusiasm. It'd been a long time since we had seen a good Star Wars movie in theaters, right? I still had the fear of the trilogy you hear rising up. You can hear us beginning the fan theories of what is what are all these breadcrumbs that J.J. Abrams left for us. What are we... You know, we have some really wild fan theories that almost none of them worked out. I think that's true for most of the Internet. Um, But what you'll see more than anything is just how much Star Wars lights us up. It was my movie as a kid. It was the most important movie of my life, I'm assuming. And it was really fun to go back and listen to how excited The Force Awakens made us. So, guys, stay tuned. We have a lot of awesome movies coming this month. Next month, October. You know the deal. 31 days. 31 pods. It's a lot. So keep checking in every day and get ready for an awesome lineup of horror movies and friends. Without further ado, The Force.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Long Box Sessions. I'm your host, Alex Dandino. And I'm Josh Griffey. Griff, how you doing?
0: Good. I'm was, sad. I know. Like, There's this, been a disturbance in the Force. Been a,
1: so, <laughs> And it wasn't the Force Awakens. No. Uh, we'll get to that. But um, just to recap, this is actually... You guys will hear this one first. This is actually the second time we're potting right now. We had our friend Darla Zink over yesterday to do the Force Awakens podcast.
0: She of my former podcast, Pod, Blues yeah. Buddies Fame. Um, we had her in. We had this really, like... Snarky, joke-filled conversation. It was great. Like, which it was I actually loved. a really good pod. All we did was talk Force Awakens. It was like a review pod. I went to edit it. The Blood levels out. were terrible. Yeah. I I had had a technical snafu and I ruined it for Everybody's
1: Okay, stop taking all the blame. You're not allowed to take all the blame on the show. All right. No, I do. We as a team.
0: I'm like young Anakin Skywalker. Like bad things happen and I just go,
1: "It's my fault." We as a team. <laughs> we as a team failed you. You much, will much, much, try. Much like the Jedi Council, we failed you, that's right, and um,
0: but now we're back now we're this, back because we we still this is need re-dux. to give you force awakens yeah,
1: we need to talk about this momentous occasion this is so the- wait
0: before we do though spoilers
1: <laughs> do, yeah do the disclaimer
0: so we'll just say this to all the fans um we said it on the last show too. this is going to be all spoilers we're going to talk everything force awakens we want to say without holding back if you haven't seen it, thanks for downloading, but pause it. Come back after you've seen it. Please. And we will make it even better for you. That's our job. So, spoilers. You've been warned. If you hear past this, you can't attack us like that little kid in the movie theater yeah. lobby on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, did
1: you see that? Oh, my God. He was standing
0: there in, like, a Wedge hilly suit, screaming spoilers, and these guys just ran over and whooped him, and I yeah. loved it.
1: It was pretty great. Loved I it. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: All right, so... So... The Force Awakens the Force is Awakens. upon us.
1: It's, it's, it's past us. It's, it's happened.
0: It's past us, yeah. We're right. already
1: talking about making a murderer at this point, like...
0: That's right. We're on to the next we're thing. on to the next thing. Thanks <laughs> for your momentous years of work, Star Wars. We're out.
1: Um, so What
0: a fickle crowd we've become. I know, right?
1: So, um, gut reaction. Star Wars Force Awakens. Let's just start.
0: Okay, there's so much to unpack. This but, is going to be really hard. Give
1: me the gut reaction. Yeah, Star killer some.
0: base amount of shit to say. First, um, it felt like Star Wars. It felt worthy of the original Star Wars... And I think that was the highest bar to leap, right? Sure. The prequels became a sad... Like, if your uncle who didn't understand Star Wars was like, I can make money on this by remaking it, turn Star Wars into a cartoon. So it was a like terrible animated version of what we liked, but with none of the things we liked. That's what the prequels always felt like to me. This felt very much Star Wars. This felt like the next step. It felt logical. It felt like it fit. So I thought that was... The most amazing part of it to me, right? Mm -hmm. That said, it is literally just a rehash of A New Hope. Sure. So that, to me, kind of took the wind out of my sails. I'm using tons of cliches. I'm just throwing all cliches. (laughs) The force is strong in my cliches. (laughs) But so I, I think what I wanted is, like, they did everything so well. I would love to have seen them attempt to push the Star Wars legacy forward in a more interesting way. Okay than giving us what we've already had. Right. Um, I thought all of the new cast was amazing. Breathtaking, right? I was totally absorbed in all of these characters. Um, So yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a great new addition to Star Wars. I think it's the fourth best Star Wars film.
1: Which is saying a lot. And I don't think
0: that's bad. That's not a bad thing at all. It's like, yeah, it's restarting. I mean, like a lot of people said it's better than Empire. It's not. No, because nothing I mean, it's not better than Empire for sure. No. To me, it's not better than Jedi because it doesn't have the huge Jedi had two movies before it to lay the groundwork for this epic battle. So right. I think Jedi's better. And it can't be better than A New Hope, because it's just a remake of A New Hope. <laughs> that's like saying, like, I just I love cover songs more than originals. That's that's just I'm just a cover band kind of guy. But I think it was a very worthy attempt um, to bring Star Wars back. And I think they succeeded in a big way. I agree. What did you think?
1: Uh, I loved it, man. Yeah. I honestly, like, gut reaction. I walked out of the theater. just I had a great time. Oh, like, yeah. I really don't think you can. And I agree. Like, I walked out saying the exact same. It was like, that was a new hope. Like, there was really, <laughs> there's very little. I put on Twitter. I said it should have been called newer Star newer Wars, hope. a newer hope. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, I wonder what that means. Then I walked. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what that means.
0: You're like, every scene in Force Awakens that matters, you're like, oh my god, I've seen this before. Yeah, like,
1: there's (laughs) nothing in it that was, like, strikingly different, like, Mm -mm. they're just different characters and sort of similar situations, and again, yeah, there's a lot of rehash, but it, like, when you say A Newer Hope, to me, yeah, it's like, it's... It's the same way Luke is the new hope for the Jedi. Yeah. This movie was the new hope for all of us fans who had to suffer through totally, those prequels. Totally. Like, again, like the thing that I found most staggering, the thing that was most interesting to me and the thing that I drew from it, like on a nostalgic and personal level was it felt true. Like you said, to the star Wars universe. Yeah. Prequel movies had so many designs and characters and they're literally plot cartoons. systems. So JJ got back to
0: practical yeah. effects and I didn't, like, when he said that, I was like, that's kind of cool. You don't realize until you're watching it's the really how much that matters. It's mattered. really
1: important. Yeah,
0: like, he didn't do it with the spaceships, which I, I still miss. I still think one of the best things, like, the moment in original Star Wars, Ride a New Hope, when you are just hammered, is when those that camera dips into the trench and the uh, Star, Star Destroyer. Yeah. Or Death Star. Death what Star. am I talking about? Death Star. And it just takes off down that trench. That's all real. There's a weird movement in mm-hmm. effect of the light and everything on that set and that model that makes it different true and, and so I mean, he didn't do it as much with the ships but like when they went to like, like their version of the cantina scene yeah. real aliens There's like a lot of real just, aliens it, it was
1: it feels very yeah it felt like, like star wars from like visually thematically like everything felt like star wars like it didn't feel like i was watching a prequel movie that kind of almost misses the point ironically given the all of it. like <laughs> the whole thing misses the point but even from like a design the,
0: don't the prequels at this point feel like a telenovela they really retelling do like, of star wars to well, you
1: yeah it does like, it's <laughs> it's just such a weird Anakin, like you're
0: breaking the thing my that,
1: heart like, the thing that like most sticks out to me is from the prequels trilogy is how advanced Depression. those desi- besides that <laughs> how advanced like those ship designs are yeah. in comparison to the, tr- the original trilogy and that's really kind of the thing that always stuck out was the Naboo, like the Naboo ships look so sleek.
0: This was pre Galactic Civil War though, so things might have been a little shinier.
1: I, but they're still stupid. But still it's stupid. It's just, it's just stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> regardless, I, I loved the movie despite its, you know, despite its, it this way. despite its unoriginality. It's right. a really good movie.
0: It's a regurgitation. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing.
1: I believe the phrase is remakeable.
0: Yeah, remakeable is a great <laughs> way to put this, right? Um, it's also like it's a ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is this an A movie? No, <laughs> I, I don't think it's an A movie. But is it? I don't know. I mean, I can't think of the last time I felt Mad Max. as equally fulfilled <laughs> in a movie. Uh, I mean, Mad Max is a good example, Mad right? Max it's like a, a series that had been gone for a long time, came back with a new one, where you're like. Eh. And it did it, but yeah. Mad Max never had the. But big Mad Max drop doesn't
1: off. have the. Mad Max people also doesn't have the People talk shit on Thunderdome, yeah,
0: because they're wrong. Thunderdome but, is amazing, but Mad Max
1: also doesn't have the cultural gravitas that Star Wars
0: does. No, no. Well, this is, we talked about this before, right? Like Mad Max and there's Gone with the Wind is like this financial boom, but no one's going to Gone with the Wind convention. No. <laughs> Maybe like the same kind of people that. Never mind. Let's not even go there. Yeah, let's, no need let's, to say. Let's, what let's I not start down that path. Okay, that's neither here nor there. You know, there are other things that on certain levels of cinema have achieved a certain status and legendary kind of feel nothing like star, star wars, wars is wars more is, than a movie star wars is religion man yeah it's more than pop cult. i mean it's it's everything
1: it's transcended into every aspect of our lives like there's yeah. not there's not a movie about i mean honestly in the last like 20 years like not really since star wars came out can you think of a movie that hasn't there's movies that just reference star wars there's just oh, yeah. references all over the place like I mean, what? Fucking every Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Like, there's just, it's ingrained. There's a in movie culture. fanboys just about just guys about who love Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it's, it's,
0: I mean, I can't compare anything. Lord of the Rings was kind of a big deal. But it's, it, it, Harry Potter was kind of a Lord big deal. Lord of the deal. Rings and
1: Harry Potter are big They deals. all bow.
0: Yeah. They all take the knee. Lord of to the, the Rings the and Harry
1: Potter are big deals. Star Wars is, yeah, religion.
0: Yeah. No, I agree.
1: It is special beyond all compare.
0: But see, this is to me what I realized in the theater. To me, there's a moment, right? This again, spoilers. We'll get more into this and that. Mm -hmm. The moment in the movie, to me, was the nail on the head for me, right? Is when Kylo Ren and Rey are both reaching for the lightsaber in the snowy forest, right? The lightsaber flies past Kylo Ren and Daisy Ridley catches it. The crowd went nuts. She flicks the lightsaber on takes her battle stance and I I had that moment like you said it was religious right because mm-hmm. I've always thought Star Wars is the closest thing we had to like a Greek myth yeah, Absolutely, it's like we make these larger than life characters and they all cover a certain aspect of the human experience right and through that we can more connect to ourselves right they had Greek myths you know Roman myths Buddhism like all these stories like even Christianity they're all these stories we tell to help us deal with the world yeah I've always thought Star Wars came along and people talk about it as like the start of like summer box office blockbusters and all this shit to me star wars was our new myths like this is what has now taken i would bet there are more people than if they said all right you can have your bible or you can have everything star wars for the rest of your life pick one and I this think, is your true choice the bible is i think gonna you're gonna be see i think you're gonna
1: see a lot of bible be- belt people just you know praying to luke oh i mean
0: <laughs> wouldn't that just be like the choice like, oh my <laughs> lord <laughs> She sense, Anakin is essentially Jesus. Right? true. Let's, let's not be coy. Or my but to me, it was one of those I saw when da- Daisy Ridley in that moment became one of the new gods to me. And I thought about this. When I was a little kid, picked on, didn't have a lot of friends. You know, a lot of kids were like me. Like, we didn't have a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't have anything that made us feel special. My grandmother gave me three. <laughs> she, like, recorded them on TV, I think. Like, just a VHS, and she hand wrote the label, you know. Star Wars and gave me, like, two VHSs that had all the movies. Empire was, like, split between. She ran out of tape. And I remember watching that. And as a kid, it was the first time I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I had liked some movies before. This, like, changed me. And it gave me a thing. And then I could go to the store and get Star Wars stuff. And I went to school, like, flying my flag. It was like a gang. And, like, finally some other kids were like, oh, we're Star Wars kids too. And now I had a thing, right? And when you see Daisy Ridley in that moment, I was like, there are kids today There will be 31-year-old podcasters or whatever the fuck they have, like, braincasters, whatever coming in the future. <laughs> like, you know, scanners. Yeah. Like, we can just deliver pod by scanning. Fucking <laughs> scanners. But there will be that kid someday watching that, and he'll be telling the story of Force Awakens, like we told with A New Hope. I agree. I don't think there are kids that say that with the prequels. Like, man, you know what? I just saw that Jar Jar Binks. My fucking life changed. Like, things were better. <laughs>
1: I think things got worse, yeah. <laughs> I, I it's it's just an all all encompassing cultural experience that like that was a long one I'm like thirsty that's good, it was good it got but, I really felt that way, but though. it's really it it but that's how you've like from the opening mm. Mm-hmm like the crawl starts Ugh. and the crawl, the wording the, of the crawl, the, crawl. Is perfect. the first words, you're like, Oh, it's
0: not a trade
1: blockade. Yeah. Like the, first words like... in the, the first words in the crawl are Luke Skywalker has vanished. And you're like, I'm in. Yeah. A hundred percent. Where the fuck is Luke Skywalker? Let's watch this movie oh, and find yeah. out. And like, that's really the most important thing is like, and you know, we can just transition, I guess, into the plot, but like, that's the most important thing is like the pursuit for Luke Skywalker is really like, one of the major plot points. Right. Movie, but it, which is before
0: we do that though, isn't it like, I'll tell you one more experience I had that like really made it such a special week. I saw it three times. I was seeing it three times in 24 hours, like point, nonstop. To this
1: point, I've only seen it once.
0: Yeah. So I was just going and going. And what I kept seeing were parents with their kids, mm-hmm. um, kids just unabashedly excited. Um, I actually read a story that made me sad. I wanted to do it for my grandma. After I heard the guy said something about his father, his grandfather gave him star Wars. So we bought two tickets and just had the seat empty, you wow. know, for the person that gave stars. I was like, I should have fucking done that for my nana. It, like, made me tear up reading it. Oh, and I was like, shit. that's a amazing. And that's the kind of stuff that Star Wars that's what it does. has always done for us. It brings And then we had a dark in. period where they were burning down our life. Yes. And now it felt back. I was like, someone bought a ticket for the person that gave them Star Wars, you know? Like, that empty seat, like, their Force ghost could have been <laughs> <laughs> watching Force Awakens. Right. And it was it was phenomenal on that level.
1: It's... It's a pretty incredible, it's a pretty incredible experience. Like, yeah. there's just, there's nothing like it. It's, Doesn't it
0: make you feel bad? There's like this new wave of social media hate. Like you said, I'm like, going about like a,
1: hey, look at me, not giving a fuck about Star Wars. Yeah, it's like, well,
0: it's like I just feel bad for you. It's I like, feel bad, like, that's too I bad. Yeah, like, I
1: get it. Someone, I saw someone um put <laughs> putting one of those things up, and they're like, is it, be- is it wrong that I don't give a shit about Star Wars? And I'm like, no, but, like, why do you have to tell everyone that <laughs> like, you don't give a shit about off, Star Wars?
0: you do care because you're posting yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm like, obviously it bothers you, so you... <laughs> Here's a guy who doesn't give a shit about Star Wars, my dad. Yeah. Like, my dad's like,
1: what the fuck's a
0: Star Wars? <laughs> He's like, what's a jetty? You know I mean? <laughs> he, like, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> He's not out there, like, posting his rage about it. He's a man. He's a grown man with yeah. grown man things to do. He has no interest. Exactly. If it's you're like- posting
1: on social media...
0: It's gotten it's to you. It's gotten to you, and you like, fucking care.
1: Someone so this person wrote, and I, just, I was like, I just clicked on the comment thread because I'm like, I got I gotta see, I gotta <laughs> see the other people, the other troglodytes I want to engage in this conversation. And she was like, you know, I just saw the first, I saw the first one when I was a kid, and it's just boring. And I'm like, okay, well, that's uh, that's rough. Like, I feel bad for you, but like at the same time, it's one of those things where 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 social media is such a strange thing because everyone's excited, and then there's one person who goes. And then it's like this deluge of people like, oh good, I'm not the only one, so I can talk again. It's one of those things, I guess it's hard for us, because
0: we are podcasters who do occasionally shit on things. But it's kind of what we're supposed to do in this kind of show, right? It's like we're just giving our opinions, some of them good, some of them bad. More to taste shape, right? Like, here's what we like, hopefully you like, here are things that we don't like. The people people I've
1: talked to outside the pod that listen to our show... We don't, I mean, we, we, we shape their tastes in the way of like, should I spend money on this? (laughs) But most of the people who listen to our podcast usually have already gone. And that's why they want to listen is the
0: theory of our show. So sometimes our bitching is just that, like, I don't go out of my way to like, what's something I've never seen? Like, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? Like, I know that's a big fandom. Mm -hmm. I don't be like, so it's fucking stupid. Here's me not giving a fuck about. Yeah, my like head. why would I
1: care? Like
0: it's I don't know, but it's been weird. There's like this hateful reaction to Star Wars, and then there's this crowd of Star Wars fans that want to prove they're better fans, and they went before you, so they're gonna spoil it for people. Like the hate backlash. It's weird. It's weird, but it's also very Star Wars, man. It's it like, is. These fucking, like these are our fucking. These are our. These are our people. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like it's one of those these things. These are the people. That, were it's meant one of those things. I'm
0: like oh god, I don't want to be seen with those people. Like. Like You wish there could be only two of them, no more, no less. I do. Like, I, I, I wish it was
1: like the Sith, where like the Jedi Council is just like, well, there's only two of them. Who cares? And, like, <laughs> well, we're, just just, we're just sitting over here. And it's like the Shroud of the Dark Side. Yeah. They live oh, in okay. Mississippi.
0: They don't even have movie theaters. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's like the third time on the show I've just taken shots at Mississippi. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you
1: just really hate the South.
0: I don't. I don't. My no? people are down there. Your people? What?
1: From Indiana. My relatives. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk about the plot. Plot,
0: right? Okay, we're plotting.
1: Okay, every time your dog barks, by the way, I'm I'm sorry, side note, every time Lolo barks, Mm -hmm. I always want you to do the Kevin Smith, like, shut up, we're talking about Star Wars!
0: (laughs) She's too far for me to throw things at, so it's fine. (laughs) Okay,
1: so, plot-wise, the movie takes place 30 years after the end of Return of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. where the um, Empire has fallen. Mm -hmm. From the ashes of the Empire has risen the First Order, which is essentially a remnant of the Empire, they're kind of like the the way that JJ J. Abrams described them in an interview was they're essentially his idea of like what Odessa which was the Argentinian Nazis mm-hmm. who fled would have been
0: like, but those people didn't retain any power. But which is... they weird.
1: didn't retain any power. Which you know they didn't build. It's fine it's not with not They built like a
0: fucking gun where no. they could blow up Germany. They're in incredibly. they also yeah,
1: like Odessa was also by the way incredibly bad at being. The question ugh. with
0: the first order I just kept asking was mm-hmm. who the fuck is paying for this? Like that's all I kept thinking is like where's the fucking like everything they did looked expensive. Yeah, you're like where's the fucking money? the like, empire, you get where's it. They're the, like where's they're the bleeding bankroll? the entire universe. Yes.
1: well this you're like who the fuck's paying for these guys? You gotta wonder if that's. I mean that's something. Hopefully, that... I don't know. It's not one of my biggest questions. I just assume they're all powerful and they right lots of capital gains.
0: So as far as plot goes, though, like let's just do this. It's a New Hope. Go watch a A New Hope. That's the
1: plot. First, what did you replace the first order like
0: mattered to you?
1: Things that mattered to me in the plot. Like were
0: there were there things that you loved in the plot? Things you didn't like?
1: Uh, I was a little disappointed we did another uh, Death Star. Am I? I thought I was the only one. No, I saw that. I thought. Like I was kind of when I like, saw the Star Killer base, like it this was, is- <laughs> it was huge, and I was like, "Wow, it's a big fucking planet."
0: You oh. know what they did though? They literally just like even Oscar Isaac did the moment where he's like, "I wish it was a Death Star." <laughs> then he puts up the picture of Star Killer base, and he's
1: like, "Look at how fucking big it is," and you're like, "Shut the hell!" Up. Well, it's like this time it's a planet rather than that's no moon. Yeah, it's, and you're like, a "Oh, time. so it
0: has no ability to fly out of its solar system. Yeah. It can drain a star once and then never fire
1: again. Well, it are like
0: fucking they did ever. The same, Like, you think they would learn, like, okay, the Empire built this weapon, they left a little exhaust port, it got blown up. They tried to build another one, let people know where to come blow it up when it was unfinished, yeah. and that ended the Empire. You think the first thing they would do is, like, all right, we're building this giant fucking sun-shooting weapon. Well, where do we put the one weakness... To hide it, but no, it's like here's the big gun, and like literally, it looks well, like it's like a five mile what drive. What like you could get there it, on a go kart. What I love
1: is it's a trench again, and like there's a big there's a big hole in the ground, which is like where the exhaust port is. Right. Well, here's the deal though. Essentially, it's it's covered this time. They they figured out the design it's flaw. It's fucking within five miles within of the main gun. five miles of the main gun. So, and like literally,
0: the guy who's in sanitation just says, "Oh, here it is. Just blow this fucking thing up. It'll be fine." <laughs> so it's like literally. They just don't understand. Hey, here's the giant. Like, let's let's break this down. Like, they tried to make it seem like it was really strong. Like the X wings couldn't get up. Chewbacca walked in with a backpack and five charges and fucking ruined this entire
1: planet. (laughs) Chewie and Han walked in with a backpack full of thermal detonators and literally just blew that bastard up.
0: Yeah. Chewie just was like, "All right, cool." I mean, that's insane. And to me, it was just it. But then it makes the first order even worse, right? You're like. Where's their fucking fleet guarding the outer part of the planet? Well, like, Why is it so easy for these, like, eight X Wings to get in? The problem is, like. Here's another question, right? As soon as General Hux literally is like, hmm, something's going on over there. And then he's like, now release the legions. Why are there not legions? Like, why are your X Wings not just. You're charging up to destroy the Republic. You've got about, presumably, what they say, 15 minutes in the movie? Right. Get your fucking guys flying over the one huge area that can blow up the whole I mean, fucking. It's it, one it place you need to guard. From
1: all the same, like. Giant death ray bad guy things that happened. But in, in New Hope, movie. they
0: made it work within a reasonable doubt.
1: Okay, but the
0: Star Killer base did not work within the confines of an intelligent mind. No, I not even close.
1: It's obviously a very poorly conceived <laughs> Death Star. But nevertheless, like to me, I, I just I just didn't want that again. Like I No What
0: I wanted was like dog fights. But this was the problem I had with a lot of the movie. Probably the only real thing I had. Was I didn't want any of it again. Like, I wanted Star Wars again, but I wanted a new episode. Like, I don't want you to just rehash. Here's a big fucking immobile weapon. Well, what it. That you can blow up easily. I didn't want to do that. It seems
1: to me it happened. And this is like, again, I loved the movie. What yep. happened, though, was. You can love a
0: movie, but still point out well, well, inconsistency. I'm getting to
1: that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What happened, though, I think is, obviously, and if you've read any interviews on them, J.J. Abrams was fucking terrified of making a shitty movie. And I, so, I don't blame him for that. And either. I don't either. So what I think happened was he got sat down with Lawrence Kasdan and said, what movie worked in this already? And he goes, well, Empire did and Jedi did. But the I problem is <laughs> they are sequels, so you're going to need to figure out. He's like, well, why don't we do New Hope again and... Just kind of play Mad Libs, if that's. I would
0: love to know. I have a feeling like Lawrence Kasdan has been approached to do a lot of movies. Like, all right, we want to do this movie big with Tom Hanks. He's like, I got it, Death Star. (laughs) Like, like, he got offered like twenty movies. They're just like, dude, we don't need a giant (laughs)
1: planet-destroying ball. (laughs) I mean, it's just it's such an obvious. It's obviously a new hope, but like to to me, me, it's a big
0: problem though because it makes the first order inept like that that's what i found most shocking about it
1: i don't even think we've seen i don't think we've seen the scope of what the first order is to be honest with you they can't honestly be much bigger
0: their general and kylo renner there and that's their main area what it did to me like the first scene of the movie they they did something important they're like we want to make besides being like new hope new hope new hope for like four scenes in a row like it's one of those you're like can't ray like be lost on like a jungle planet. Like just don't don't talk about anything. don't
1: talk about damsels in distress, man.
0: We have to. will get, get to that. We'll have to get to we'll that get at to some that. point. <laughs> but I mean, it was so exactly the same. But right off the bat, what they did was they set up the first order to be literally badass. They slaughter a village. We see them running out of their transports and actually wasting people. You're like, oh, they can hit a target with their lasers. Yeah, this is a different group. But by the end of the movie, the dark side felt. Not the dark side. The First Order felt inadequate. They felt pitiful at their jobs, in a way. I, and I think that is a, a bit of a failing of the movie. I get movie. where you're
1: coming from. Yeah. And it's like we actually talked about yesterday. Um, the movie's shortcomings... And here's the, this is the thing about this Star Wars movie, which is important to remember. The shortcomings of this movie aren't necessarily bad. Like That's the amazing no, thing. No. Is like They're just shortcomings. Because everything in the movie is so good, the things they get wrong or don't do well are just kind of okay rather than them being just absolute dog shit
0: right but this is what he did right abrams made such a good and fun star wars movie that we then we're like you could have done better yeah, exactly fuck. like
1: what the fuck yeah. where's the pathos like this is the a whole this thing is,
0: yeah this is the unbelievable and illogical weight that us <laughs> no, put on him it's like thanks for giving us something we really like could you have done better? Yeah. <laughs> like, please, God, do better. It's just one of those. Like, the guy who created it made three terrible movies. And like, like... He was, he was. Three out of four of his movies were unwatchable. Mm-hmm. But this new guy, we're still mad at. So yeah. they didn't make like this mind
1: blowing like, new adventure. To me, it's <laughs> it's like the groundwork that needs to be laid down for these next two to be mind blowing adventures. Right. We'll see if that happens. Like, obviously, none of us can really tell you what it's going to be like because we don't know where this is going.
0: Do you not fear, though, in a way? Of course. They set it up exactly to there's, be Empire There's literally,
1: two. there's nothing that Training I... Training f- with the old Jedi Master on
0: the desolate planet. There's nothing planet. that <laughs> I fear
1: more, but what I hope is that instead of it being, like, Empire, it's... I mean, granted, listen, the way trilogies should work, this is, like, the original trilogy is the blueprint for a good trilogy. Like, that's, like, the mm-hmm. whole point of... That's the... Literally, it's the... You have the beginning... The downward spiral in the second movie, and then the yeah. glorious end. It's how Lord of the Rings worked, which is why those movies were good. Mm. And I didn't watch the Hobbit movies, so there you go. <laughs>
0: but not good. But there you go. Also not good. But, like that's one. It's of essentially those... people running from things. But like that's the ways. important thing. To remember. Like
1: <laughs> the prequel movies didn't even do that. The prequel movies were just this like mad dash to the Clone Wars. And then yeah. we watched some shitty ending to this uh, story that we already knew was going to happen.
0: It was very unusual. So, to me, the, but the only thing I was trying to get at, though, is that if the new. By the end of the movie, they had made the First Order seem inefficient right. and almost inept at their jobs. If they don't hold up the way the Empire, Invader, and the Emperor did, I just don't see how these characters well, can have the same I don't think resistance to we. I, to make I, I still don't think
1: we know enough about the First Order yet. Like, they were very it's all a very one dimensional thing. Like again, we know a lot about Kylo Ren, but the rest of the the rest of the first order, we don't know really anything. But it's
0: just like the guy was super indoctrinated and just literally on his first day is like, eh, I don't love it. I don't love it. And then he fucking can steal an important prisoner. The most important prisoner on that ship, steal him. They can steal a ship easily. They're tied to the ship and no one can take him out. They're just like, Oh, it's cool. Then they go down. Then they're just like, all right, now we just have to go to the wreckage and find this dude with no weapons. Still can't pull it out. Well, I <laughs> so mean... Like by the end of the well, movie... Well, if we're going
1: to go by that logic, then... I, I mean, I even
0: read that Poe Dameron was supposed to die in the crash. He was. And they kept him that alive. That
1: was usually because yeah. they just kind of expanded the role. I had read that as well. But, like, if we're going to go by that logic, then, I mean, the entirety of the Death Star scenes no, 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 in New see, Hope Star, make no sense. They at
0: least have to try to fight some stuff. Like, Obi-Wan has to
1: fight Vader. Hang he on. easily... Hang, hang on a second. Obi-Wan has to fight Vader after he literally right. pulls a lever. Okay. Now, that part is and, a little and everyone, easy. And everyone's like... <laughs> There's no one up in, like, mission control who goes, uh, tractor beam's down. Actually, but it's Okay, fine.
0: that's a little easy. I'll give you that yeah, one. thank you. But, them trying to break layout's pretty badass and hard to the bone.
1: Another thing, by the way. There's <laughs> like, where's, it's a, where's, this? It's radio, this? where's the radio on? He, like, literally just taps. He's like, yeah. I have to walk down there personally and fix this radio. <laughs> it's like. How about this, though? Captain Phasma
0: turns down the shields for an entire planet. And they just go, it's cool. Oh, no. It's cool. Weapons I, charging.
1: I, I totally agree with that.
0: <laughs> Like she's she, just like, you'll never get away with this. Well, That's what I'm saying. And it's like, like they literally just of, did.
1: of all like the bad guys that were sort of presented to us from the first or like the main badges would be like Kylo Ren, Snoke, General Hux and Captain Phasma. Kylo Ren is the only one who had any story going on. The rest right. of them were these one dimensional. I just feel bad for
0: Captain Phasma. Like I thought that was going to be I a thing. I thought was going to be a bigger she thing. She is the one character who literally had no idea. They keep reason.
1: saying she's going to like manifest a little more and be a little more important as the movies go on but i'm like how like what is yeah. she i mean i'm assuming well, she, she i'm had, assuming what her plot's going to be is fu- like going after what finn. we
0: know about her now is that she's willing to give up her army to mm. not get murdered i think that she, already makes her not a good hardline bad
1: guy well i think she's i think the plot, wouldn't it be
0: more cool if she's like yeah blow the bucket I think off the, my head i dare you i think
1: the pl- through plot for her is going to be like she has a like motivation to find finn She's like one of those weird, like indoctrinating order things. Right. Like, that's going to be her thing.
0: But it is weird, right? Like, she is the yeah. one who had little to nothing to do right. in the movie. Like, she didn't even need to be Not there. Little. It's so she weird. She
1: literally had nothing to do.
0: Yeah. She, at one point, is just like, hey, Finn, put your helmet on. Yeah. Like, that was her role. And then she turns the shield off. So she really doesn't do much. Which could have been the anybody. other two I thought that really didn't do a lot. Like, we didn't get a sink into them. Is Poe Dameron had very little to do? He was essentially.
1: Poe Dameron's the if, way we yeah. get to. If a Star Wars fan.
0: Got to like fulfill their fantasies and do like a virtual reality tour of the Star Wars world and fly an X wing. That's what he is. All he's doing is just cheering and being excited.
1: Poe Dameron's basically Poe Dameron's essentially a plot device. That's really all he is relegated to in this movie is he's the guy that gets you to the planet you need for the story to start, and then he's the guy who you know, right? He's the guy who. But he seems like there's so much coolness there. And Luke Skywalker's that scene when he is
0: tearing ass. Uh, you know, over very, Mosses very and blowing, cool. you're like, oh. I want more of Poe. That was very and cool. And you don't get it.
1: Well, yeah, but, you know. I think this was I'm the assuming thing that get
0: so many characters that I'm we just ga- didn't
1: get it. I'm going to assume that we're going to get more of that in the next movies. Right. Because the main plot that needed to be spoken of is, it's, this movie's, the plot focuses heavily on the Skywalker family. Like, that's the important thing
0: yeah but uh, with Poe and Finn right when they were breaking out of the Death Star and then flying down I thought I was like oh my god we're gonna get like the cool Han and Luke dynamic with these two and it seems so I think the one of the things that set with me right is they set us up for it's Daisy Ridley and Finn
1: well but that and then there's me... a
0: huge departure and it like it just never kind of reconnected but in a way that is... I thought was interesting but
1: that to me is okay though because that's different I don't like we were talking about, like, there's things that are going to be a little different. I appreciate the fact that we're not going to get this Han Luke thing with Poe Dameron and Finn. No, I'm
0: not saying. I'm just saying Poe Dameron or Finn, to me, one of them needs needed to not be in the movie. Because they kind of just ate into each well, other's... Well, Poe
1: thing. Dameron wasn't in the movie. Like well, <laughs> That's
0: true. Poe Dameron was in
1: <laughs> approximately that's true. 20 minutes of this entire was, film. See,
0: that was another weird thing you're left with, right? Daisy Ridley is now the Jedi apparent. Mm-hmm. She literally is dressing like Han, flying with Chewie, and takes the Falcon. So she's Luke and Why Han. Why does
1: everyone dress like Han when they take the Falcon? Why don't like, you? Well, I would, but like, here's the thing: is like every <laughs> single time, like Lando and her, like yeah, this guy's got clothes. I'll just wear those. The like, guy
0: with like the weird like beef lips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> lips that look like like livers. Yeah, <laughs> that that guy.
0: Besides Jar Jar, is my least favorite Star Wars character. Like when they're like the Death Star's operation, goes. Like, I
1: when they did. no when they fly when they fly that, out yeah. of the second Death Star, he's like oh. yeah
0: oh my I hate that motherfucker <laughs> so much. Anyway, that's was, neither here nor there. Yeah, so what note. I'm saying is they feel like they've gotten the roles right now. They've got the pilot. They've got the knight. They've got another super pilot I who's with the Rebellion. It's like, what does Finn do for the well, rest I, of yeah, his Yeah, I don't movies?
1: know. what. That's the thing that I'm like. Is he
0: just like a love interest? I'll be honest
1: with you. Is that's my biggest question mark at the end of that movie is like, what is Finn here for? Because Finn yeah. just seems like a guy who showed up and like.
0: They literally just put him in a coma and like, we'll get back to you. We'll, yeah. we'll try to figure like, something like, out. <laughs> put him, we'll,
1: just, we'll put him away until the next movie. Yeah, and I
0: lo- okay, let's just start doing characters. Like, I love John Boyega. I thought he was, he a was very great. nice. He and, was great. Because he was one of those, they found a way to make him realistically funny, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Jar -Jar is one of those... I heard this in that George Lucas documentary, right? He's what an unfunny person thinks is comedy. Yeah. He felt like a naturally funny character. Like, he had real fears, could be real intense, but in that intenseness, he kind of becomes... To me, he felt like the kid who was trying to ask the girl out to prom for the first time. He's kind of sweaty, like, energetic.
1: Well, like... It was was fun. I just thought he was fun. I mean, he's a... I, I think John Boyega is a killer actor. Like he did a great Stoked. job. I mean, yeah. I loved him in. And by t- the
0: way, those pieces of shit that are going after him on social media because oh, he's like a those black guys. guy, I just feel bad for them. It's like the fact that you can't rejoice over this guy's performance. No, I mean they have sad enough lives, but the, f- just, come the on. fact
1: that you have to like point out is like like yeah, the people who boycotted because we're like white good. people are getting phased out of Star Wars. Like, good, we don't need you. Good, I don't want <laughs> no, we don't need yeah, you. Get out of here. Yeah, you know what? Don't contribute to the.
0: Like, I hate to break this to you, but white. American people? Probably not in the majority in what? the
1: entire universe. <laughs> also, like white American people, you'll be fine. All right. I'm sure
0: But this is a great part too, right? He even handled it with grace. It was great. Where he was just he's like, so I feel great. bad for them. They have a disease of the mind. You're like, he's even graceful and charming when people are being racist. I to think him.
1: he's great. I, I think he'll probably have a more substantial role once the movies like really take off. Because we're also, you know, I don't know how much time's gonna pass between this movie and the second movie in terms of like Star Wars time. Not yeah. I know how exactly how many days it is till the next Star Wars right. Night. But like in terms of time passage, you know, you want to hope it's a couple of years and maybe Finn is really solidified himself in the resistance as a pilot or, you know, yeah. a technician or something like that. Like that's really kind of, kind of
0: like of, what Han was on Hoth. Exactly. Like thing, you
1: yeah. get back and you realize like, oh, Han's like uh he's just a general and mm. he's just hanging out, you know. But he I would was love to
0: see more of that, like, kind of buddy cop dynamic between him and Poe. Yeah. I thought that was a great and couple minutes of the film, thing. and they kind of lost Well, maybe
1: it. he becomes a pilot. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. No, I thought... He's I obviously just... mildly Force-sensitive, yeah. but not, not Daisy Ridley.
0: See, I don't even think he was Force-sensitive.
1: Like, I was trying to figure that out. Maybe
0: you think that, but Star Wars a long time ago went... It was kind of one of the things we learned in Extended Universe stuff, that to control a lightsaber, it's such a finesse weapon, that you needed some ability with the Force. Yeah. They have eradicated that sense. And especially if you watch the prequels, like Grievous is just like a cancer patient in a robot suit, he can use four of them. Yeah. So the fact that he just used that, I don't think he's force sensitive in any way.
1: Well, I mean, the only again, I just I have no idea. Like, I don't know where he's gonna go, but I'm very excited that John Boyega is I thought he was movies. so
0: delightful. He was great. Like, literally, I just, like, at the movie end, you're like, I just want to hang out with that yeah, guy. Like, so, I just he think so, he's awesome. Like,
1: and also, yeah, and then he out, really outside of the one movie, of my favorite things outside of him. the movie, he's been, like, so fucking cool.
0: Oh, he's been, like, dropping it on fans yeah, and his show, reaction to the he, trailer. It's
1: awesome. He's just, like, shown up to screen. He showed up yeah. to screenings, like, Friday and Saturday, just, mm-hmm. like randomly running in and be like hey guys thanks for coming to the movie it's like he's awesome you just think, <laughs> like these people are going to come anyways but you know that you want to thank people for showing up well it also him. would
0: mean the world to you if you were in that theater. Fuck yeah i just i love that guy i i think it's one of the things i felt a little sad about at the end is i was like i want to make sure he's important to the rest of these movies like mm-hmm. don't put him in the coma i'll tell you the moment when he actually takes up for daisy ridley like when Ray's knocked out and he picks up the lightsaber knowing he's going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. He's just like, come get it. I was like, oh
1: my God. It was that's really so cool. cool.
0: That was a chill city moment for me. I um, loved it.
1: I love Daisy Ridley, man. Oh, yeah. Let's do Ray. Oh, Rey, my God.
0: Um, I just don't think this movie could have flown without her. Not
1: even close. She's seen? such a good lead, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. She did such a good job. Yeah.
0: Well, she's she's so disarming and like her opening, right? From you know, scavenging to getting a tiny portion to making food. And then she's just sitting there kind of in this lonely, quiet environment, just eating. And then she puts the helmet on. You're just like, oh my God. Like, I mean, you just fell in love with her immediately. It's just
1: very, it's very reminiscent of, it's very reminiscent of New Hope in like the but best he, way.
0: When we meet Luke, right? If you go back and rewatch those movies, Luke is such a whiny little bitch <laughs> that you watch his movie, you're like, Luke, shut the fuck up and do your chores. Like, yeah. just shut up. Like, shut up. Your voice is terrible. I hate you. You're complaining. Like, I don't like Luke at all. Yeah. Until he's like on his way to Alderaan. <laughs> Daisy Ridley immediately because she's alone. She, she, but yeah, she's alone. But she still has a warmth about her. Well, she's like, like this like, woman who's been put upon and put upon. This, but not broken. She's a
1: character who should totally have a chip on her shoulder, but yeah. does not carry herself that way. Yeah, and there's something about that that's really inspiring. Given that it's a, it's a woman mm-hmm. in a lead role, in a science fiction opera, like, and she's alone on a planet. She manages things herself like that's an amazing character mm. to write into a movie, especially now when we're in this PC world and like
0: Right. Well she even goes out of her way, right, to rescue BB8. Yeah. Refuses to trade him in for enough portions to seemingly keep her hungry or healthy for a long time. She just, they just did a lot with her early. To make her such a lovable it was protagonist, cool. it was I thought. Really cool. I thought she was like the ultimate star of that movie. Totally, I think anyone else you could have replaced, and like, I love Boyega, I liked Adam Driver, none of them felt essential to me. Daisy Ridley, I was like, I don't think this movie works if that role doesn't work. Not at all. And that has to be one of the best castings I mean, of all time. And
1: obviously, at the end of the movie, like, she's gonna carry this franchise. Oh yeah. Is- awesome like yeah. she is a f- she's effectively the mark hamill of this new like, franchise this is
0: what i was talking about too man when she took that lightsaber Ugh. when we were little kids right if you wanted to be a girl in star wars you essentially were looking at leia right mm-hmm. so you had leia with the blaster leia maybe a general maybe slave leia but your parents weren't gonna let you do that you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like it was some coolness it and was you really had, cool you had padme and this and that and it just never developed never hit I was like now girls are Jedi with us yeah. like on screen not Isn't like that in the books cool? it's happened like now little girls can be like daddy I want a lightsaber and how, you're like holy shit like how
1: awesome is it now like you know boys are playing out back and they're being <laughs> jedis and you know Jedi girls are, are not damsels it, in distress yeah. max and Linda, they're like, motherfucker Yeah <laughs> and they're like yeah you know Susie, you got to sit this one. You got to be the damsel. She goes, uh-uh. I'm a fucking Jedi. Yeah. Like, I'm a Jedi and I fly awesome. the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I mean, Jedi <laughs> and my and kick Chewbacca. That's kick-ass. It. Oh, dude. I thought it was I great. kick so much ass.
0: I'll tell you the scene when she first is piloting the Falcon very exciting, thrilling scene. Like, I just love the oh, dynamic dude, between her was, and Boyega. To me. When they come out as little kids, like, did you see what I did? you
1: see what I did? Oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah, that was very like, cool. Oh, my because God. Because it's like, just all of us were, in the Falcon. They were yeah. as
0: excited as all of us. Yeah. I thought that was a really good that moment. That scene to
1: me was such a. That dogfight was such a cool chase scene. It was. It's on par with the speeder bike scene from Jedi, which is my all time favorite chase oh, yeah. scene. Like, yeah. just like. Whoa, s- not
0: Padres? Oh, sorry. And it can be Saboba? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but like, it's such a. God, I hate those movies so much. Uh, it is the worst. But, like, how cool is that? Like, they're all just, they're as excited as us. They're screaming like, oh, I fucking shot that guy. That was so I cool. I think it's
0: one of the beautiful things they did is all of the new characters that are good guys essentially depict insane fan life, right? That's true. They all have a moment. Like, Poe Damron is literally a cheerleader. Yeah. Daisy Ridley, when she's like, oh, cool, like you want me to fly on the Falcon? When Han's offering her job yeah. and Boyega's like, oh, he's like shooting things like, oh, I get, I'm getting good at this. Like You're like, oh my God. It's They're awesome. just depicting the way we behave, right? It's great. And it is, it's cool. It's a very cool way to subtly bring us in even deeper. I agree. But we got to talk about this this Max Landis oh, shit that he stirred up. Do we? <laughs> get, not only was he trending, Can I not justify Max trending. Landis?
1: I hate Max Landis. He, Max I'm Landis saying on new, the pod. Max, I Landis, hate his Max Landis' role Landis.
0: seems to be... Making bad things that we don't like and being mad at us for it, and then shitting on things we do like. It seems like his he's, only he, role now. He
1: he constantly seems like this guy who just he's he's a guy who likes to poke the bear, yeah, and then like lets people yell at him. He's like, "Well, the thing is, I'm smarter than everyone. I've, yeah. I I write comic books now. It's like, yeah. fuck you." Like, what's well, his his well, argument also yeah, is okay. So the beef what is he said is so. He despicable. essentially
0: came out and said that he didn't like the character Ray because she's a Mary Sue. So the Mary Sue is a term for,
1: and the writing business, it's yeah, it's essentially it's a, a damsel, damsel in distress.
0: distress who, through the gaining of a special power, that's the only way she can save her day, right? So she was a helpless lady, then she gets a superpower, now she's okay. Which I don't think. Which, that's by the way, is true? Hard.
1: She has if been living on the Jakku for a long
0: time. Yeah and we we learn right away Jakku is not a friendly harsh place harsh planet harsh planet worse, harsh I conditions, think worse than Tatooine terrible people
1: way worse they than they were willing Tatooine. to go kill her for a yeah. droid
0: right but what does she do beats their ass exactly you know what I mean Like I think she was a, and then, Mary Sue there's a first master, order stormtrooper right John Boyega that's what he was you mm-hmm. can say he's a wuss or whatever that's what he was he was out on his first kill mission a day later, she's knocking him out with a stick. He's running from her in terror. She
1: helped she him. She flies
0: the Millennium Falcon and does all this before the first scene where she really seems to have some kind of moment with the Force, right? Yes. During her interrogation. So to call her a Mary Sue seems to be intentionally it's, it's neglecting click, her it's backstory.
1: Clickbait. It's yeah. clickbait. It's fodder for the internet. And it's such, it's just such like wish bullshit. And right. he does this all the time. Every single thing he does, like, he always tries to stoke the fires with Batman-Superman people because he's a huge Superman fan. And he always tries to bitch about how what a waste of time being a Batman fan is. And to me, it's just such—and th- th- sorry, I don't mean to, like, go back into comic books, but, like, this is such a wasteful conversation.
0: Well, we definitely live in a, a culture now where— but like he's it just poking the bear. To say ridiculous things like right. This. What but I the, would like though is
1: nobody's going to go see Victor Frankenstein because he said the fucking Well, no one wants, sees any of his movies. No one movies sees his movies anyways. Like. What
0: I would say though is like if you're going to do this, Max Lannisphere really is creative and clever as you think, come up with a justifiable reason yeah. for your bullshit. Like Give me tell a reason. me why she's a, a Mary Sue. It's Explain to me how nonsense. a Mary Sue survives on her lonesome in Jakku... For what seems like at least 15 years. because How does she just survive?
1: Well, like, everyone's like... Well, like, he
0: makes it out like she's running around, like, blowing people in that at to, like, <laughs> have people, like, do her work for her. It's like, that's
1: not what no, she's doing. She's a scavenger. Yeah. We saw her do her work. Like, so she gets caught. And she's whooping ass with that yeah. stick
0: like she's Donatello. So she, gets,
1: <laughs> so she gets captured once and then it's like, oh, Mary Sue. No. Yeah,
0: captured by the leader of a dark Jedi cult? Like, yeah, seriously. Oh, God. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Max Landis would knock that dude out. He'd be like, Kyler Redd, psst, like one-two combo, knock <laughs> that. Sure he would. I've yeah. I've still, I put this on Twitter, I still think Max Landis is the Mary Sue.
1: Max Landis is a Mary his Sue. His superpower,
0: his dad's rich and famous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> his superpower is That guy's da- a
0: fucking Mary Sue, sure as shit.
1: <laughs> Max Landis, Mary Sue. Yeah,
0: and if he heard this and he was mad, I'll be like, we'll fucking fist yeah, fight, let's and we'll see a superpower come on, your
1: life. Come on, come on over, and we'll fucking <laughs> Mary Sue your the just, shit out of you. I think
0: it's so fucking just very... Rude, and it's just a literal shot at trying to bring her down and bring down this Star it's Wars. It's a guy momentum. who's. Disappointed. I know a lot of women who have seen Star Wars. None of them thought she was this Mary Sue. You know, who's a Mary Sue who's kind of this old, old timey, like terrible take on a woman. It's Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic. World. Yes,
1: she Ray
0: is not that. No, Ray is not the helpless. Oh, I have heels in Jakku. <laughs> like that's not her. No, it's she's not. bad to the bone, and I think. I, she is going to mean something very important to women and little girls of this age, and I think it's really shitty that he's just I, I can't talk trying about, to propagate. I this cannot bullshit. talk about Max
1: Landis anymore. <laughs> he has no idea. He's my mortal enemy. But like, I just like.
0: I he, don't think. I think that's a long line, I, I, longer I, line than you get into Star I, Wars. I know, right?
1: I just like if we could it's all just,
0: but this is what I mean he's at least before like the things he's said are somewhat rooted in reality this
1: is total this is horseshit. so horseshit there's not one it's piece of evidence just, that
0: backs that up other than that it's a she's personal, badass who eventually does get a power
1: it's a personal grudge because you didn't get to write Star Wars because you're not because <laughs> you're a shitty writer I yeah. said it I don't daddy's care. not that important daddy. Bro. <laughs> daddy didn't get you into ro- bad robot apparently but you know American Ultra great yeah. pot, pot smoking CIA right. agents timely stuff Whatever, whatever.
0: Fuck I, that guy. Sorry. I, I just feel really... I just think it's such a shitty thing to do. And I do too. And if you're going to do that, so I don't rude. mind saying crazy shit, like having like an interesting but hard-to-defend theory. Yes. I have a lot of them. Root them in some fact. But this be, is just crazy.
1: And not only that, but like it's such a, it's just such a clickbait thing. Yeah. Like It's just because he wants well, the attention. But he wins, because we're even talking exactly. about it. Exactly, <laughs> and we're talking about it, and we're just perpetuating this whole thing. Fuck you, Max Landis. Thanks
0: for the conversation point, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh... Adam Driver, finally out of the shadow of Lena Dunham, yeah. was great. He was great. Uh, he was an amazing villain. Not, not only that, but like in terms of villains in Star Wars, he's the most complicated one I think I've seen. Beside, like Anakin like slash Darth Vader got complicated towards the end of Empire through Jedi. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who's so clearly conflicted about who he is from the very get-go. I don't um, know if I'm willing to go with
0: you there. Like I think he is very interesting, right? And I think they did... They did a lot with him in very few scenes which I like. Yeah. They they told us a lot of information with him without having to be like I
1: think his performance he was, my son was so and then he betrayed like know. they
0: did that once right where it's like Well a there's Jedi a lot betrayed of him. A Jedi There's a lot everyone. of
1: performance There's a lot to his performance too which yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. like you know he's not this like calm cool collected like oh I'll just choke this guy if I'm mad at him like that's what that was a Vader thing in Empire. Is Vader killed like 5 generals or yeah. five admirals in empire because they. But fucked Vader up. by that time was so old. Exactly. Well, we don't
0: know. Like he might have been like fifty years old. Right. So he's and been this doing is terrible like, shit for a but long. But this is time. like a young,
1: erratic, not even yeah. fully Sith. He's just kind of this like zealot, and every time something goes wrong, he, you know, at one point destroys a console uh, like a shitload of to consoles. Me, he's he literally pe- the like. He's a petulant he's child. Every
0: parent's nightmare. A teenager. Like that's all he was in the movie. I don't think he's more interesting in any way than darth vader per se because vader had so much more story built in like this guy is literally just a man who wants to be darth vader but mm-hmm. never will be yeah which is one of the points they bring up in the movie is like this is where his real rage comes from is that he knows anakin was the chosen one he is not yeah he meets ray right and can sense that she has this overwhelming connection to the force like it is just pouring out of her with little to no training presumably he's been training for almost his whole life so these constant reminders that he's not good enough but he seethes on this i thought what i like too right and it's one of the things they did so weird in other star wars movies is to be on the dark side of the force is all emotion it's rage it's passion it's anger well, we never saw any, he, any they
1: other. were all so fucking cool and this collective. guy is passion and yes
0: he man. seemed like what someone dabbling in the dark side of the force especially a young uh, for a sensitive person, would actually behave like, which I thought was really cool.
1: It was very cool. Can we do this again?
0: Are you going to be mad at me?
1: <laughs> oh, oh no, go for it. This okay, is, this is hilarious. On the last spot, it was a
0: real bone of contention. I was surprised how much it bothered me. I'll me tell too, because it's weird. My brother brought it up, and then it's really been eating at me since. I hate the fact that he kept taking his helmet off. He it didn't. Rea- Took it yes, off twice.
1: He did. he did it in an interrogation. Took it off twice. First off, that's an interrogation with Ray. Yeah, he doesn't know Ray. But yes, he feels he feels the force, the force sensitiveness in her.
0: Does he? Obviously, I don't think he does until he's already getting shut down. I, which just,
1: he, I completely
0: disagree. He should not be taking his helmet. You are not supposed to be taking your helmet off during ins- official first order business, which we've already learned.
1: That's hang on, that's stormtroopers. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No way. Same rules. That, no, we didn't craft you such a fine, expensive apply, helmet to take it off. Don't apply to Snoke's apprentice. Here's what no actually way.
0: matters, though. Right? He takes the helmet off. The voice, Adam Driver does not have a voice that strikes fear in anyone. He sounds a little weenie. And also, the number two oh, thing shot. that appears, this is so I know stupid. you hate this, but this is facts. so The listeners stupid. are going to agree with me. No, they're not. His feathered Ben Stiller from Dodgeball haircut also does not make him look badass.
1: I'd like to point out, as of yesterday, you did not think it was feathered. You thought it was curled. I think he uses curlers. He definitely feathers his hair. He does not curl. Curls, it. feathers, permed. Your whatever. hair is curled, permed. Nah. mine is natural yours what is we a, learn for a fact yours is a natural perm leia he's, nor han
0: have curly hairs so what we learn for a fact his hair right, isn't curly dipshit it's feathered and wavy god it he doesn't make it by that his doesn't ears. mean it's curly here's what he does my theory is that every morning kylo ren who has this mission he's the leader of some knights he's with the first order kylo ren is waking up every morning right combing his hair curling his hair talking <laughs> to his little darth vader helmet Hey, Darth, another hard day for me. And he's just doing his hair. How long does it take to do hair? I don't know, ladies. That's like at least a 30-minute hairdo every day. I really, day. I think that you And are... he also, what is he, using the force to keep his fucking locks tight where they're supposed to be? Wouldn't no you? one takes a helmet off and their hair looks like that. Wouldn't you
1: do that? No. <laughs> I, I, I really think this is a hilarious point of contention. I also think it's a meaningless one.
0: What I'm saying is that if he's truly to be respected as a villain, I don't appreciate the fact that he's spending so much time every
1: single day. You don't know day. how much time he spends on his hair.
0: Is it you five don't. minutes? It's at least five minutes. That's too long. Why is it too long? Every day, every. Who says day? he's doing it every day? You're so making, you're telling me it just happened to be the day he did his hair? You're making a
1: out. lot of fucking assumptions about Kylo Ren. I assume for is absolutely it, no what reason. What I assume is all it, of it's unfounded. Listen, all of it's unfounded.
0: It, if he was spending that time dark siding and lightsaber training. All he of a sudden, he
1: wouldn't
0: have got his ass kicked by some lady
1: who's never used the force. Wow. Where did Mary Sue this one? Jeez. No, I'm not Mary Sue. Oh, that was very Mary whoa, Sue like. <laughs> oh, don't
0: mix Landis me, bro. Classic. What I'm saying is. Classic that Griff Landis. Her order. training level <laughs> should not be comparable where she can beat him in a fight. But you know what happened? He got lazy. He achieved the level of the head of the Knights of Ren, got way too into the vanity, way too into combing his hair. Thought he was big shit. Now we got Venusaur fan. If if he was going to
1: get into the vanity, he should have fixed that mask. It was all kinds of fucked up, man. That mask had like tons of like tons of like tons of wounds on it. Lots of lots of chunks of uh, metal out of it. It was crazy. But another important thing, and this is spoilery, is Kylo Ren, we find out in the middle of the movie, is also um, the son of Han and Leia. Yeah. Who like turned to the dark side, betrayed Luke while he was training to be a Jedi.
0: He comes from a long line of people that are way too into their hair. Oh,
1: my God. Padme. Get the fuck Leia, over this. Padme's hair. Get over it. If you elected
0: a senator and you saw those haircuts every day, you'd be like, you're not doing enough congressional work for me.
1: You're too busy with your hair. We're not, I'm, not, I'm not justifying any of the prequels, so I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not entertaining that conversation. Absolutely Also, not. Leia's hair during wartime? Really? Like, you don't just have a scrunchy Leia? I'm telling you, this is a big problem with this fan. You have a serious problem with a lot of, with the hair.
0: Adam Driver's hair. I've seen it three times. Oh By God. the end, I was like burning laser holes into the screen. I was so mad. Look at the hair, then realize it takes way too much time, and he's probably using the force to make sure his locks don't get manipulated. I'll be honest. He's not you focused. I'll be he's honest. not focused. I'll be
1: completely honest with you. I was mostly just watching the movie rather than Adam Driver's hair. Well, when you see it three times in 24
0: hours, you see weird things. I was sleep deprived. Overly caffeinated. Like it was like watching Hunter S. Thompson, like the screen Shut was moving up. Don't
1: me. don't compare fear and loathing to this, alright?
0: I think it could be the same thing. It's not. Tell me about that hair. Listeners, back me up. That fucking hairdo, not Shh. becoming of an evil lord.
1: Right. I think you're still sleeping. Ask still me still this depression.
0: though. If in that empire, right, when they take the egg up. Invader's helmet is put Don't on for the first use, time. No, Vader, knock it off. What if Vader had like the same haircut as like the flock of seagulls? he would be like, Ugh. <laughs> you would no longer care who he's forced. If choking. he
1: wasn't burned, if he wasn't burnt to a crisp, he might have.
0: You're saying Darth Vader would waste time feathering his hair?
1: Well, what Anakin did. He was terrible haircut.
0: That's true. Anakin did. There you go. It's a long li- so pipe but, down. But wait, what did Anakin do? Fail. Yeah. Maybe if Anakin had trained more and not thought about his goddamn locks, as we talked, he wouldn't be have more man than machine or more as, machine than man. As yeah. they
1: mentioned in Attack of the Clones, his powers make him arrogant. So therefore. So the hair. A Lot of time on the locks. Is that why Kylo Ren does his hair so lame? Probably. He's very oh. he's very into Darth Vader. I think we're forming a theory here. I think Reddit so- is
0: going to explode. They're gonna be like, These guys are fucking geniuses.
1: <laughs> and Adam Driver, cut your fucking hair. Also, Griffey, very also, into hair time. Adam weird. Driver,
0: can you just like smoke some cigs and drink some whiskey. Like, I need you to keep for Sutherland that voice up a little bit. (laughs) If he's like, her, we're not done yet. like, whoa,
1: what? (laughs) Well, like, I I thought he was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Like, honestly, to me, his performance is like, again, he's just a petulant child. He has, he has a good voice for a petulant child, which is probably why I didn't get bothered
0: But this goes back to my whole first order and the Knights of Ren. Like, there's just not enough there to where I was like, they weren't actually scary to me. They mm-hmm. weren't actually evil. They weren't actually that good at their jobs to where I was like, wow, this is a worthy opponent in any way.
1: To me, like wait, we're talking about the First Order in general?
0: And Kyle, or... I think it's a symptom of I'll all say, like, of the bad to guys. To me, in the movie. like
1: I don't know anything about the Knights of Ren. Like
0: there's just You know that Kylo Ren is the best among them and he's defeated by an untrained wielder of force and lightsaber. That seems like an issue to me. I
1: feel like that's a heat of the moment force. I think what we're going that's a to heat learn... of the moment force awakening. You got to well, go I think with what that. we're
0: going to learn in the next movie is that I have this theory, right? Is that as a new awakening, she will be more along the lines of Vader. Maybe even the actual chosen one. Maybe Vader wasn't the chosen one. Right. Maybe it will be Rey. Something along those lines to where she'll have this Goku-like ability right. to just be better than everyone in the heat of the moment. A well, question.
1: Uh, boner moment one one from the whole movie
0: my moment that i loved most uh i think for me it was han when he just embraces leia they don't kiss they don't do much he just grabs her and gives her that little hug and the camera pushes in on leia's face Mm. it kind of tells you everything right it's
1: the i love you i know moment again right and i I read a
0: lot about this on twitter right it was really funny because everyone was like you know oh i fucking like why did you do that to han and leia like they were our favorites, and it just seems like they've had the worst lives. Like, since yeah. Jedi, they partied since a little Jedi, too hard with the Ewoks. They woke up hungover, and they're like, life is horrible yeah. <laughs> every day since that they moment. See,
1: like, they haven't seen each other in a long time. Han went back to smuggling. Like... Well, it's like
0: that weird, like, you know, the school shooter oh, movie, This is Heaven or whatever. Hang on, by the way,
1: can, can we <laughs> point this out? Han and Chewie are terrible smugglers. Like, they the really, worst, yeah. they seriously like fuck over everyone and constantly <laughs> get caught. I like how he's
0: like, I just had to deal with the grief of my son by being a terrible criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to go back to petty crimes and you know things that parents would never do. <laughs> but no, but I think what that moment was right is like in the new movie, it was the most bringing me back to Star Wars. I loved, right? Yeah, because I mean, like I said, the entire plot is just Star Wars. I already knew, but that was a really cool reaffirmation moment right yeah and i think everything for me was han right like that moment and then also the the han putting his hand on that was mine on kylo ren's face after he's like slaughtered
1: (laughs) that moment to me like when he puts his hand on his face crazy chills oh yeah like it's just it's this ultimate father-son moment too and it harkens back to jedi and there's all these yeah. moments you realize well, like, in the Star
0: Wars universe, never be a parent. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, like, Being yeah. a parent is such a bad idea in a galaxy far, just far away. It never goes well. It never works out. Don't even out. be adoptive parents. Yeah. Like, it's just bad. I mean, it's just such a great, but it is just like one of those great moments. Mm-hmm. The other moment that I thought was just, just gave me like crazy fanboy chills was uh, First Order's blowing up the village on Jakku. And they're, like, running away, and Finn and, uh, and Ray are running away. I'm like, well, go to that thing. It's faster. Right. That one, why not that one? That one's a piece of junk. And then they pan over, and the other one blows up. i like, fine, we'll take the piece of junk. And they pan over, and it's the fucking Millennium Falcon. I
0: was like. <sighs> that one, to me, just seems so ham-fisted. I'm like, totally fine with cool. that.
1: It's super ham-fisted, and I'm totally fine with it. Right. Like, I was like, that's how I get that shit back. Right. Like, it was very cool. Yeah. And then we get that great dogfight. Like, Mel, actually, I might be with you.
0: Maybe the Kylo Ren and Han was better. Yeah, they shot that well too. They pull you so close; everything's close. Oh up. my
1: god, the whole movie shot amazing. Then Ridley,
0: then boom, and then it cuts back. And that moment where you see Han fall through like oh. the mist. Oh god, you know, kind of like what we did with the Emperor. Yeah, it was, but in a way, it was this cool moment of like discarding the old of Star Wars, right? Which they didn't do because then they bring back Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so <you're
1: laughs> By the way, speaking by the way, speaking of hair care in the Skywalker family. Luke un Luke takes that. Uh, yeah, where's Luke getting product? Like Luke has Wait, crazy good hair. Do
0: you think Luke is like catching sea creatures and like milking them and putting together hair
1: concoctions? No, I think Luke has is so strong with the force. He's just like do my hair. You
0: think most. he controls every follicle <laughs> like that? <laughs> That's
1: exactly what I just. We explained
0: why he got his hand cut off. He wasn't fucking focused <laughs> with the
1: force, dude. I told you, like. <laughs> Everyone, everyone... With, this is,
0: this is going to be my new mission in life. Everyone I'm gonna with write long like the, locks
1: in this movie is just like... I'm
0: going to write the definitive work on Star Wars and how hairdos fucking affected geopolitical universal God, politics for everyone. Think about it. If all these guys weren't doing their hair and focusing <laughs> on their
1: missions, very different movie. Uh, and then, yeah, the other thing was just finally we get Luke Skywalker. I'm so glad... Cool moment. I'm so glad it happens at the end, the very end of the movie. Yeah. If it had happened any sooner, I was actually reading... Michael Arndt was talking about writing the original draft mm-hmm. which Lawrence Kasdan and J.J. Abrams kind of tossed and like started working it differently but he said the big problem that he was running into was every time he introduced Luke any earlier in the story than the very end it it was it was the it was the end of the movie right. because Luke is so powerful at this point that he can slay pretty much anybody, he can take anybody out. He's just such a badass that putting him anywhere near the movie Before the end of the film. It's actually kind of
0: the thing that didn't work for me in a way. I don't love the idea of Luke being so strong that by trying to create the next generation of Jedi, Luke inadvertently creates a new evil lord, let's say, like a knight of Ren or a Sith, whatever the fuck he would have become, right? He obviously became seduced by the dark side, slaughters all these other young Jedi presumably comes at Luke, and then after that goes and becomes a knight of Ren, right? In that process, though, I don't like the idea of Luke being like, well, I done fucked
1: up. See ya. <laughs> you know what?
0: I don't love that well, notion. But, like, but, why but, wouldn't you just stay and handle?
1: Well, I also don't think that's what happened.
0: Well, that's what they said is that Kylo Ren turned, he betrayed, he burned it all down, I think is what Han uses the phrase. Like, he right. destroyed everything that Luke had worked for. Like and Luke felt responsible and guilty. Right, so Luke... But your reaction to that is to flee rather than to handle it. I get it. Like, maybe he won't actually slay Kylo Ren, but he could have confronted him and made sure he wasn't a problem well, for everyone else. He, I
1: think he tried to, and it failed. So, it's like... But so, he let him walk? It's
0: such a weird... Okay, it's like a so, weird point of contention. Like, they're going to explain it away well, in the it, next movie, I'm sure. Well, it
1: happens in, it happens in the prequel trilogy. It happens and in... how'd that work? Ha- <laughs> it happens in the prequel trilogy. Well, how'd it work is we got New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. That's how that worked.
0: But what I'm saying is, like, it didn't work in the prequels either, where Yoda's essentially fighting Sidious to, like, a standstill, right? Like, they're very evenly matched, and at one point, he's just like... Well, oh, this is lame. I'm going to get out of here again. Like this what? is
1: this is the other thing I liked about the movie is we really do not know the full story yet. Like there's so many questions that are left at the end of this movie, which make me want to see a new one. Like I walked out going, I want to see the next one. Oh, for sure. Which is what's really cool. And like I didn't have that with the prequel trilogy. I was like, when are we going to get to the part where we all know what's no, after happen?
0: episode one ended? I was like, do I need to be in this world yeah. anymore? <laughs>
1: well, know. like after I walked out of episode two, I was like, when I thought, can we just get to the part we all want to see? Like, look. Watch him fight Obi Wan, scorch the earth, and you know that'll be the end of yeah. it. Yeah,
0: like no, I mean it was great, but I just I think there were these little misfires for me. Like, and that's what I mean. It doesn't ruin the movie. It doesn't in ruin any the way. movie at all. There's it's just one of those things like, we're, are... yeah, we're like, oh, I love ice cream, but if you could have just put sprinkles on it, yeah. I would have liked it a hair more. That's, that's all I'm saying. I don't understand Luke's reaction to just flee and get out of the game. Right. Um, I guess there are some other big mysteries. You know what? i got to bring up another bone to pick that I had. This goes back to my, I think the First Order are not good villains for this movie, and I don't think they did them well in the movie. Right. General Hux has to be the worst military <laughs> man of all time. He really is. He's terrible. Besides, he's just like an angry little petulant ginger child. They don't give him one moment in the movie to show him being good at his job. I mean... They, t- uh, you could say maybe when they fire the Star Killer base, but you're like, he didn't do any of that. I'll be honest just with you. He I, I,
1: I haven't ever seen uh i mean in any of the movies one empire admiral or general be of any note
0: like not an admiral general but a grand moff you did
1: yeah is grand that, moff tarkin wait, his is God. grand moff a title i think so really i, I know think
0: that. so it, it takes me back to my uh i used to play the star wars card game right i think grand moff was his title okay and then Tarkin was his name
1: but like that's I also, might be wrong but, Star Wars nerd but the but. same thing is like that's a one note villain who dies at the end of the movie but see he's shown kind of holding Vader's leash
0: Leia also kind of says that and then he fucking blows up Alderaan like a pimp like not in like a we should fire it okay like, well
1: luckily we didn't have to deal that he blew up like five systems this time so you know I don't like the Star Killer base at all. Nothing well, about
0: that works. I didn't either. But again, like that son is I, gone I, forever. What do you do with that weapon? I, I
1: understand your, <laughs> I understand your complaint about Hux, but I also think it's a little short sighted because to me, this is a guy who's gonna who's last past this movie, which is more than I can say for Graham Off Tarkin. Graham Off Tarkin also had a little more depth, and I think that Hux. But don't you think it's more badass to go down with the ship I don't. than flee. Hux is actually a very no because this is not. This is not a new hope. This isn't the guy who's. Like, is it? This is not. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> this is. This is what's different, though. Is it's not a guy who goes, flee in a moment of triumph. No, and then the that guy dies. Is a badass. Okay, that's fine. But this guy's not a badass. He's a little pussy. No, he's who, not.
0: He's. I'll tell you. You know the, mo- hang the on, least you, favorite moment you, in the story I'm telling you what it is. Okay. This
1: is the guy who. This is. Every time he's in a scene with Kylo Ren, they're bitching at each other. Like they're never on the same page.
0: Or are they staring at they each other sn- like they want to bone? Okay, if we're
1: hard. just if we're just going to do this then Tell
0: me though, wasn't there like a hint of sexual sure, tension yeah, there?
1: Right. Okay. Do you not think it at all. I'm not even paying attention to that. I'm trying I'm trying to explain to you why this works. See, when you
0: see it for your third time, you see the film between the lines.
1: <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Okay, go ahead. And continue. Whatever you're saying.
0: You don't think they had any sexual tension when they were yes, before, Yes, So much sexual tension is. Crazy. What do you think explains it then?
1: Explains what? The sexual tension?
0: Their weird dynamic they had.
1: I think what I think what explains it is the same thing same reason the generals and the admirals in A New Hope don't get along with Darth Vader, because the guy's like your stupid religion doesn't work. And then they get forced choked. And he's like, Oh God, it's real. It's weird.
0: Cause in those old movies, they kind of argue like, man, I think that's one of the other things you notice is, the well, here's order. All Hux seem has no like one to argue children. with children. Like they're all childlike. They are. Which is weird, right? Like, in the old movies, it was, like, men. Like, military men. Well, think about it, now though. Now it's, like, all children. Like, how is he
1: even a general? Well, he looks think, like he's 15 years old. Well, think about it, though. The second, star, the second Death Star blows up. Mm. The remnants of the Empire scatter throughout the universe. They yes. probably killed off all the older guys, all the old guard. The First Order rises from the ashes. Those are all the young people, the younger, gener- younger admirals, younger sergeants, people who are trying to build back the Empire. So therefore, you got to
0: think some of those commanding officers got away in that star fleet, right? Like they had all the star destroyers that still probably I mean, survived.
1: Sure, but they're probably old, and maybe they don't want to do it anymore. And I think <laughs> it's Huck- like
0: we tried this twice. Yeah. and I'm over. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I feel like you know, Admiral Nita's probably like,
0: I, I, I can't do this. again yeah. I will
1: get choked out. I don't feel like doing that again.
0: It was visually an impressive moment, but I thought the moment where I was just like, God, God, my least favorite moment of the story is Hux's Hitler-like speech. Right. I was just like, it's just so. Fucking cartoonish and silly. I mean, I just, it like the way he like rolled his R's in certain words, like none of it just worked for me. Like, General Hux to me was the only character that was a complete swing and miss. I just, I didn't get him as a general leader. I don't think anyone would actually respect him or follow his orders. He doesn't seem to be a good military man. I just I didn't think they did enough with him, and this could all be cured later in movies. Well, I And I it. fucking love Dom Hoggleson. I think he is one of the I great I young I actors. I do too. I
1: also don't.
0: It's just to me, it was a characterization thing.
1: I get it. I mean, I would disagree mostly because I, I don't think he was meant to be much more than one dimensional at this point. Like right. they're, they're trying to get us through this movie so we can get to a lot of characters suffer from that.
0: But I just like even Poe but, Dameron, you get like good pilot. Like him, he just doesn't add up that he's the general of that army.
1: I mean, I don't know what he's the general of, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know if he's just like a name general, if he's Snoke's representative, because Kylo Ren obviously puts him, has his own.
0: That puts him high on the list, though, if he is a general who talks directly to Sure. To and to if Snoke. that's
1: the case, like, to me, it ends up being more or less like, you know, it's a one dimension that will be fleshed out in future movies. Like, yeah. He's
0: obviously. They have to give him something to better his He's obviously be a
1: strategist, job. and you know, Starkiller Base blown up. That's some serious coin that he fucked up, and I'm sure he'll have to go back to the fact. Whatever, that he didn't
0: just have five thousand Tie Fighters yeah, hovering exactly. over the little weakness. And, you know,
1: like what if the what if the opening of Episode Eight is literally like Snoke just just bending him over and spanking him like i'm afraid Fuck it's you, gonna you be bitch. very
0: hoth like at the start like them crushing on something
1: all right well we it already we already on the hoth world yeah. and that thing blew it's up true. so it did not matter like it just i don't know there's something
0: the first order to me is like the thing i worry about right the empire was such a phenomenal just kind of like one of those magical things that just seemed to work in every respect well, and then the resistance being separate from the like i guess the politics of the movie like, I, the military and political aspects right. seemed a little uneven. Well, I know, uneven. That, like I know that we've spent
1: a lot of... we spent a lot of this pod saying how similar this is to A New Hope. And all the things that we're kind of complaining and nitpicking about are sort of, essentially, the differences. Like, the things that are going to change and be different about this trilogy, about this sequel trilogy, are these, like, you know, the First Order's gonna be different from the Empire. And the no, Empire...
0: I, I'm not worried that they're different. I want them to be good at their jobs. They need to be... Well, the an Empire was enemy. Empire
1: was terrible at their jobs. They did a lot right, though. Oh, yeah. The they two also me- fucked up a it's lot. It's true. The two-meter... Like, the guy in New the Hope two meter- just
0: choose not to shoot the escaping pod. Yeah. The whole movie would have been over. Exactly. <laughs> the rebellion would have just been
1: crossed. No, it's fine. The two-meter exhaust port that happens to go directly had, into the core of the thing. More interesting than a giant seri- building that gets taken out by seri- five charges. Serious design flaw.
0: It is harder to take that out than apparently what it was for the Starkiller base i just saying, what the the First Order to me never, and Kylo Ren never reached that pinnacle that, you know, Vader and the Empire did. And what I'm saying, it's not that they're different. It's that the problem, too, is that they're so very similar. That if they're going to be that similar, they need to be better in a way. I think there's... And I don't, like I said, it didn't ruin the movie no, for me, but I, a, a hero can only be as good as the villains he's toppling. And I, I don't know if that I agree, that
1: but... I would think they are. And I think that they just need to be fleshed out. We spent a lot of time with the resistance in this movie.
0: I liked Ren. I'm saying everyone else felt flat to me.
1: Ren I, was really I, great. That's fine. I thought, and he's the one that he, they needed to nail. And that's the one they need to nail. Yeah, sure, that's fine. For sure, I'm with you. But to me, Hux and Phasma and these characters that we clearly had almost no time with, like, these are people that probably are going to factor heavily into future movies. Right. Now that the Starkiller base is gone, their weapons gone. So... We're going to do this dogfight in space thing like we're going to have to things are going to have to be a little different. And, you know, Ryan Johnson's doing this next movie and he wrote it, too. And I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Like, hopefully there's no time travel and we can all, uh, you know. (laughs) But
0: yeah, it's just so weird because like they had a lot of characters that felt cheated a little bit. Right. But Poe Dameron, we see him in moments of greatness. Hux and Phasma, we just never got anything to like. I would really, especially Phasma. I wouldn't. But Hux, to a degree too. We I never even got say, that
1: moment. I, I personally though wouldn't even say cheated. Like to me, cheated is the wrong word. Like, Not
0: cheated. They just ran out of. They just you know, don't. They don't. It's need like them. the airplane analogy. Like eventually, it's got to take off. Like we just ran out. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly.
1: With it's with like there's so much. There's and, so much to do, and, and it, so it speaks much to, to the credit
0: too. Is like there's so much we liked. Like, I thought Phasma looked awesome, and I kind of liked that idea of a leader of the squadron. Yeah. I wanted more. Hux, I never got into. So, we'll see. But, I, I that's don't... what I mean. Even a scene of him being good at his job and competent would have helped me out. But, like you said, you only have so much movie.
1: Right. Well, and it speaks
0: to how good it was that you actually care a little bit. Exactly. That's
1: great. Like, there's. I agree. Like, really, these kinds of movies are only as good as their villains. And right now, Kylo Ren was such a great villain. Yeah to me makes up for a lot of the inadequacy of a Phasma and a Hux and a yeah. supremely Leader. They are Snuff. definitely lesser
0: villains, but especially Hux represents... Because it's kind of it's going to be just like Star Wars, right? It's a small story of Ren and Ray. And you know, that kind of dynamic, but everything that fills the background well, like, needs to be interesting. But that's well. what
1: and I think that's an important thing about what makes a really good Star Wars movie is yeah. not the plot moving forward. It's the characters and how they relate to each other and how they relate right. to what's happening. Then like at its heart, Star Wars movies are the hero's journey. It's a character-based film mm. and these are character-based films, and that's the big thing that I think is missing from the prequels, is the prequels are literally Plot moving towards an eventual end.
0: Well, the weird thing about the prequels too is how passive, it, like things just happen. Things just characters, happen. Like
1: what? Yeah, like the movies. These people are those very movies are So reactionary, like right. you're like, well, I guess we're just gonna have to deal <laughs> with this.
0: Like, yeah, it was so weird. But like, see, like even this movie though, like they have some really good starts to characters, but a lot of them did end up functioning only as plot devices right and which hopefully will this be point, fleshed out at this point like three it, movies in we three, might be like oh man hooks exactly like to me that scene when he was jerking off to dashboard
1: confessional and cutting himself sh- like whoa okay, i don't think he's an emo kid but nevertheless yes oh, but like very pale it's very sad it's the beginning of a trilogy and it's just the same way like when you see a new hope for the first time and then you if you when you see all three of them for the first time like wow a new hope in comparison to the rest of them was kind of lame but then you watch yeah. it again and you're like well it's actually pretty interesting and like there's a lot I love of stuff going
0: I think it's fantastic New Hope's
1: a great movie but in comparison to like Empire and Jedi I think it it's like,
0: something. Empire things. is significantly better but yes. to me New Hope and Jedi are equally right below it like a lot of people knock one or the other I don't see it that way but yeah I mean to me it's just like one of those it's generic filmmaking at times right like Like you said, even Grand Moff Tarkin, we got two scenes. We don't have very many scenes with him at all, but we learned so much about him immediately. A
1: New Hope is the classic fish-out-of-water hero's journey story. There's literally, it is beat for beat, that's what it's supposed to be. There's nothing else it's supposed to be, which is really, really cool. And then you get this great trilogy after it. Mm -hmm. I think this, in particular, despite some things that maybe weren't as great as they could be, right what a killer start to a new trilogy
0: oh i i agree completely great start they had i just to me it was just like some misfire sure the only one that i think could be serious is hux down to the first order so it's like if they are not awesome awesomely terrifying mm-hmm. it kind of will cut the legs out of the rest well, but i'm, I'm with you i think we'll, it's a fucking awesome we'll have start to, we'll
1: have to see yeah and I'm, i think
0: it was so much better than i even expected which i thought was weird right I I really went in thinking it was going to be I thought it was going to be Star a, Trek. I thought it was going to be like eh, absolutely it's not bad. Like, I, it's passable. I
1: loved that J.J. J. Abrams did not do that. Yeah. Like Star Star Trek to me like again, I am not nearly as big a Trekkie as I am a Star Wars fan. Not even But close. like like it's not even in the same
0: I've seen every Star Trek movie. I've seen a lot of the shows, so a lot of people give me shit on it. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those movies were fun. They were like fun summer a, movies like I had a blast. We're kind of but also it's weird if you watch those movies, they're not really Star Trek like. No, they are very Star Wars, they're, which was I think one of the reasons why it became more popular.
1: Well, and that's exactly what a lot of Star Trek fans say: is right. like these movies are not Star Trek, and it's like, well, well they well,
0: weren't like going to a planet with like clipboards, like hmm, what an interesting life form. Exactly, let's well, do diplomacy and no shit. Experiment. Like they fighting. This like, is like a fighting, big
1: like, action hey. movie, and like yeah. that's what you want to see in a summer blockbuster, like. I remember the summer that Into Darkness came out. Like yeah. we went through that whole summer. That was my favorite movie I saw that summer. Yeah, like I had a blast in the theater, but that's also very action heavy, and that's a yeah. lot of plot, and it's a lot of Star Wars yeah. in
0: there. Well, the thing Star Trek was always just so much denser because mm-hmm. it is one of the. It's a much more realistic examination of space exploration and finding new species and the nuances of diplomacy and this and that. That's fine. Like that's great.
1: I honestly but, just
0: yeah, I just I thought. It's, it's funny because they did so well. That's what I mean, though. It's like the impossible burden of Star Wars. It it's is. Like, now that we know you can do it,
1: I want it better. I want you to better And
0: I want it more. I, mean, I think that's what everybody... <laughs> it's not fair. It's I not fair at all. We should what... all be worshipping J.J. Everybody, J. yeah. Like,
1: we all should be very happy with what he's done. <laughs> yeah, I'm over yours. here like, well, fucking Hawks and... This <laughs> and that. Like, but really, it's like, thank you. Thank you. Like, it
0: literally feels like someone went back in time. Like, the doctor showed up. And he's like, don't go to episode one. Like he went back in time and like doctor who or <laughs> the doctor erased all of those prequels. So like, I never had to go through that filthy dirt. There's thing. no,
1: I mean, the beauty of it is just, there's no remnant of it in any of the movie. Yeah. Like it is completely ignored and it's fine. And, God, man, we live in a fucking time where there's a new Star Wars movie. Like, this is so cool. An awesome fucking story, A Wars really movie. <laughs> yeah. fucking good Star so like, Wars movie. Not just movie. like, because I lived how in exciting. a time before
0: when there was new Star Wars. Yeah. And it was sad and terrible.
1: But, like, we live in a time where, like, a yeah. good fucking Star Wars movie came out. Like, how cool is and that? And we're going to hopefully get more. And yeah. we're going to get more it's and more. Cool. Who knows? And Star Wars
0: Rebels out. The Marvel a, comics are great too. There's a lot of the good The comics Star Wars are
1: great. On, like yeah. Star Wars is great again. Like yeah. it's a great time to be in a Star Wars. It's a great well, time I to know. Will, them.
0: Like I said, there are kind of these like embarrassing guys that still fight the fight for the prequels. But so many of us, like I use this analogy all the time, and I know it's a little harsh, but there's a little bit in my childhood that is taking a perennial rape shower. Yeah. Like trying to wash those away. But in my mind,
1: mm-hmm. there will
0: always be Jar Jar Biggs. Like, that's the sad thing. Like, I can't, like, the movie Pie, I can't hammer something into my face to make me forget Jar Jar. Look, There's gonna, always a part of me that will be hurt and damaged. This is beginning the healing process, and it's great.
1: Well, here's what I'm going to say to you about that, my friend. A wise man once said, let go, Luke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can, can we talk about this? I like Dennis every time he talks. Use the force.
1: It's, it's It's the easiest to, like the same people will be back, but in, but in larger numbers. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of, like, it's
0: kind of like this weird, like George Harrison mixed with when the genie turns into the bee in Aladdin. <laughs> Use the force, Luke. Like, God damn it. I love it, but it's a little rough. It's it's amazing. Uh, so fan theories, we got to get into some of this, like the big questions. Of you
1: Star must Wars, learn the right? ways of the force, Luke. Yeah, that's right. What are we gonna talk about? Uh,
0: the biggest mystery, right? Um, who is is, who's 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 raised parents? We know who she is. They left
1: them on the planet. Do you think she got Skywalkered?
0: Here's what (laughs) I feel for sure. Right, she's there. Are only two options? Mm -hmm. She's definitely a Skywalker of some sort. I agree for sure. Or again, she could be Anakin like and be a convergence of the Force, creating someone else to bring balance again. That I feel is very far fetched. And since it's so linked to the prequels, they want to do it again.
1: I have a feeling she's a Skywalker.
0: Yeah, but that then you, however, what kind? Right. To me the visual language of the film, right, the nonverbal, was telling you a hundred percent she is a solo. Yes. Right? The way she can fly the Falcon, the way she can repair it. Her and Han, um, double a lot of lines. Say the exact same thing, like stealing each other's thoughts, the way Han invites her onto the ship, when Moss asks, you know. Who's the girl? And they cut away hard. Right. Right. Which is an obvious one. Yeah. However. The way that, you know, the, even Adam Driver says, you know, oh, you think he's the father you never had. You would have been disappointed. Mm-hmm. Right. There's just, there's so much reinforcing. However. And bringing them closer. The
1: main outlier, which, why, which is what proves that theory wrong at this moment, which very yeah. well could. be different. I don't know yet. Yes, I agree. There's a me. flashback where you see her like, don't leave. And you just see someone leaving Ray right. with um, Simon Pegg's character. Right. But like. Still, but see, even like, at but the even end that of the movie, could be different. Right, Who knows? Leia and
0: her first meet each other. There's a very hearty embrace. <laughs> they're pulled way away from the crowd. At the end, she's dressing like Han Solo. Mm-hmm. There's just so much they do to try to reinforce this connection. And this could be a huge red herring, right? This could be pushing us because so many people thought we were getting the Solo twins from what is now Star Wars Legends. Yeah, maybe they're pushing us that way to trick us. But if you look at visual language. It seems so insanely obvious. Like, watch the Kylo Ren and Han on the bridge. Like, the way they show Daisy Ridley watching this makes her feel like she's more involved than the other characters. Yeah. So, to me, the visual language is saying that. But, like you said, like, the fact that she was left on that planet is a huge question. Why would you raise one kid, leave the other on a planet? The way their ages were, Kylo Ren, Ben, Solo, would have known about her. hmm You know? So, I mean, there's just so many, like, weird questions that don't add up. Which one do you, what do you think And at is... her age, she would remember her parents, too, which seems weird, right? Well, yeah,
1: I agree. So, what do you think is? I, I
0: feel like they want to do the Solo Twins, but I just feel like they created a lot of very weird obstacles. There's a lot of variables. That don't make any sense. Now, my brother is of the camp. that It was Luke's lightsaber that called out to her. Mm-hmm. Touching that gave her the vision, you know. At the end, she's staring down Luke. Right. Luke has already fled. So it makes sense that this is in his nature to drop her off. Right. Again, I don't like that characterization of Luke myself, but it does add up evidence-wise. Um, To me, all I think for sure is that she's got to be a Skywalker. She's
1: definitely a Skywalker of Skywalker yeah. lineage. Yeah. But see, I also don't
0: like the idea. I know Luke, you know, had a, a girl in the books, so, you know, whatever, Mara Jade, whatever. I've never liked the idea of, like, the really holy man on, like, this righteous mission, the knight, stopping to hook up. I don't like the idea of him swiping on Tender, you know, trying to find like well, it's a Galactic. Like, it's such a
1: strange like there's call. this idea in the expanding universe about gray Jedi who are character who are, you know, people who can access both the light and dark side without falling short falling headfirst into either one. Right. So I don't know if which that's, is always weird because that is strange, not what we because that's about essentially the dark side not is. what the idea is like the dark yeah. side overtakes right always like there's never a time where people
0: like it's the Pandora's box is how they set it up you, know, you open it a little bit it's all coming if
1: you dabble in the dark side it for, will forever dominate your path like that's the whole point of the dark yeah. side so that one I think is out for sure like you yeah. can't do you can't dabble in both that doesn't right. make any sense which is why. You know, Kylo, you know, when he's talking with Han and he takes his helmets off and he's like, I feel like I'm being torn apart inside. And, like, that's, like, a huge part of his character is this is a guy who wants to be – this is a guy who's told if you kill your father, you can become just fully immersed in the dark side. This is a guy who's constantly being pulled towards the light. Well, I think,
0: yeah, because, like, what we learn is that Anakin in the end, Vader, comes back, Mm -hmm. right? So, Ren finds that unacceptable. He wants to finish Or he
1: doesn't know. See,
0: that's the weird thing. I was saying that. That's another thing I'm curious about. Only Luke was in that room. Exactly. And Luke probably told Leia. And Luke also, like, it's kind of hard, far fetched too, because Luke, when he's training Kylo Ren, would probably be like, "Hey, beware! Our family's got a little bit of a history of being (laughs) dicks."
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't know. To me, I think what they were trying to tell us is expect she'll be related to Kylo Ren, sister-wise, right? Like the visual language is very precise, right. Almost to the point where it feels like they're trying to... It's like slide a hand, like, you know, hey, look over here, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, that's what they were saying, but they also left a lot of really weird obstacles. There's a lot that, of stuff. Leaving her behind, but raising another child seems so unusual. There's no recognition. Have, it's just, it seems I just, unusual.
1: I just, there's so many questions to answer, which yeah. is great. Like, that's what you want from a Star Wars movie. Well, I think
0: what they did, right, is like, When we see the answer, we'll Mm -hmm. look back and be like, oh, why didn't I see that before? But they did such a good job of leaving enough obstacles. Exactly. So if they do it right, I think it will be There's a reason
1: to see the next movie besides, oh, well, this is how we get to him becoming Darth Vader. And because
0: this movie was awesome. And because this movie was great. (laughs) And there's another fan theory I read today, which was really cool. Um, There's been a lot of speculation on who Snoke is. Mm. A lot of people think Snoke is actually Darth Vader. Darth Plagius. or is it Plagueis? I can't Plagueis remember. yeah Plagius, that's right so um, which I actually thought was really cool and one of the pieces of evidence if you go to the soundtrack of episode 3 mm-hmm. and play the teachings of Palpatine right when he's talking about Darth Plagius. and then you play Snoke's theme they are almost the exact same song Which is really cool. Interesting. He's very maimed, Mm -hmm. which is the theory. And they even said he could control Metaclorians to defeat death itself. Right. So maybe Sidious thinks he's defeated him, but he is bringing his body back through the Metaclorians. He is risen again. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really cool. I think that would be very interesting. That would be pretty
1: interesting. I think that would be – I mean, that's like – Because
0: that was one of the things about Snoke I didn't love. I'm like, oh, you're just telling me there's another – Really strong dark well, Jedi like, who kind of came out of left field. This would really so bind us together. It
1: would make it a lot. It would make a lot more sense. I mean, but what's then you'd cool you wonder is, why would
0: he not still call himself a Sith, or maybe he will.
1: I mean, to me, it would be cool if it was dark Darth Plagueis, because in the expanded universe, Plagueis and I think Darth Bane are like the worst Sith lords. Yeah.
0: Well, the, he doesn't match the description of Legends of like the Moo alien. Yeah, Moon alien. I can't remember. Is M U U something? But so there are subtle differences, but I think that would be a really be a clever. Cool, it's,
1: pull. A, it's a good theory, and, and I think it, it's pretty like, interesting. Star
0: Wars does that a lot. They try to bind everything in these giant circular narratives. I would like
1: them to not reference the prequels at all, but you know, if it happens, it happens. It's not a big yeah. deal. Like, I oh, know it was a cool theory. If you're gonna like, reference Episode Three, then you know. Well,
0: it's like other than that, it's like who the fuck would he be? He's literally just a guy from left field. Yeah, which so, you know, eh, whatever. I kind of like that theory. I'm hoping if it's it Darth, true. If it's
1: Darth Plagueis, that's very some, cool.
0: There are some interesting theories behind it.
1: It's a good oh, yeah. it's a good one. I like it.
0: It's a little wide open. I you would know buy what the it. other theory is. Okay. This is like the most out there one but would be so cool. Oh, God. They think that Snokes is Boba Fett.
1: No. It's I don't insane, I don't buy that from if, if you minute.
0: google it and you start reading it, you're like they're making some enormous leaps. Yeah. But it is interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one I don't buy.
0: <laughs> that one I just if they did it I'd be like what yeah why? I'd be like, like why, why? <laughs> like that's not cool what does Boba Fett care like yeah that's like the. Well, it is, they also thing. hearken back in the original scripts George Lucas's idea was that Vader and Boba Fett would be brothers weird. and I was like that's so weird I like it better the way they did it's it it's better
1: that he's just <laughs> well
0: but it's one of those and also it's like when you get into these crazy theories you're like guys but that
1: didn't happen yeah, like you're basing it on something that literally that's did not not happen. how that works yeah <laughs> all right but yeah so you enjoyed it I more than enjoyed
0: it. I loved it. I loved it. All three times I was entertained and like I said, there are some there are some things that I didn't think were amazing, but it's one of those like get your expectations right. Every movie you see is barely like the last movie I saw was truly more amazing than every movie I see is Ex Machina. And you're like, one of those movies comes out like once every three years. Yes. Every movie has problems. This one has some. This one has. But overall, it's as much fun as I've had in a theater in a long time. And it's the most gratified. I've like
1: been. any good movie, it's going to have like any movie worth watching. There's going to be things that you need to nitpick because there's just things that aren't right. And especially movies. And you
0: care so much. Especially
1: movies them. this big. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. And yeah, like this is part of the things that we care about the most mm-hmm. in terms of pop culture, of course. Um not a dime wasted of the ticket price absolutely not like that's probably I will
0: probably see it again (laughs) absolutely three times in one day I'll probably see it more to
1: me the biggest thing is at this point in our lives going to the movies is not cheap it's a it's an expensive Mm -hmm. date night and if you can get out of a movie theater and feel like you haven't wasted your money that's all that's a big win and this is not even this is you feel like you didn't pay enough. Like, that's...
0: Well, I felt like the kid again whose grandmother handed him the tapes. Mm -hmm. Like, it took me back to the moment when Star Wars was everything in my life. It was... After all of these years, like I said, I kind of despise the fans that keep fighting the fight for the prequels and terrible Clone Wars shit. Like, just knock it off. Like, it's back now. Like, now
1: we can move on and rejoice. I honestly... I mean, you know, as soon as the movie started, I was just grinning like an idiot. I'm telling you from the opening
0: scroll... I, was, I knew they were not going to fail us. No. It, they, the scroll they got was so it good. So i like, fast. if we can get the scroll And right. also, it opened on a Star Destroyer again. Like, Star Destroyers and ships. That's like, how yeah. it's supposed to open. And that's what I mean. Like, it was familiar. And it was a regurgitation for a sure. A remake. A wall. remake was a great. Great way things. to put it. So, they did kind of just remake a movie that we like. But to me, it's like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, right? Like, Evil Dead 2 essentially is beat for beat the same movie. But they put that little thing in the front to be like, Look, it's different. But you love it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Time, it's like man. a bigger, sillier version of what you love. And this did the same thing for me. Like I liked the new stuff they added. And I'm hoping that they used the remake will like setup, right? To just get us back in. To me it's and now it will find its own way. That's my biggest hope is find your own thing. Become your own Star Wars movies instead mm-hmm. of just rehashing our the ones we have.
1: To me, that's a blast and a half. Fuck oh, yeah! And there's just there's there's no finer time you can find at the theaters at this point.
0: No. So it was literally like that last scene in Fanboys, right? After all the they get the prequel or whatever, like, and the guy survives cancer, they go, "What if
1: it wait, sucks? What if it sucks?"
0: Yeah. I had that moment for a split second. I got in the theater, I saw the fanfare, I was like, "Oh my god, I've been I, here." I, I turned, I've to, been here, and I got really scared. I said, literally thirty seconds into the movie, I was like, "Oh no way! Yeah, no way!"
1: <laughs> I, I turned to my wife right before the movie started. And I'm like god here we go
0: this is gonna be like
1: this might this might be terrible like i I don't know what to expect it was
0: a serious like scare in my stomach i I felt sick i was like (laughs) my chest
1: was tight i'm like oh my god like this what if this is what if this starts and it's just they don't even do the crawl
0: there was like a second when i'm like what the fuck kylo ren's hair and i was like no way it's cool
1: (laughs) i'm telling you halfway into the movie
0: like there's been that thing on like ring theory or whatever with star wars and now like what if he accidentally almost made a good movie? I will be the next viral blog when I write,
1: "Star Wars and Hair," the real
0: war. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, great movie, great time. Yeah. See it, it's, it's back. amazing. See it, You'll love live it. it, enjoy it. Yeah, that's really all we have to talk about this week. There's literally I don't know nothing if there's else. else. I can. There's say. nothing. I'm just over impo- here
0: sweating and exhausted. Yeah, I know. Wow. Laying out the thesis for my hair article.
1: Well, you know, you fucking hair, dude. You scribble that thing up and we'll uh, see how it works out. They all should right.
0: just have a droid that does hairs. Christmas is upon <laughs> us.
1: Happy holidays to all my friends. Yeah, Merry
0: Christmas. I don't know when we'll be back. Uh, we have to schedule everything around holidays. We'll, be, we'll
1: be back yeah. at some point next week. We Give got, yourself the gift of Star Wars. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up for you guys. The long box Sessions. I'm Alex Dean. And there. I'm Josh Rippey. Hair Wars. Here it he comes.